Hallelujah. Բարևը մասում բոլորիդ, շատ ուրախությունով եւ շատ բացերտով ուրախում որ ձեր մեջ եմ եւ ասում փարք եմ տալիս այս ժողովի համար։ Greetings to all of you with an open heart full of love. I want to praise the Lord for this opportunity and this meeting. Uh, I was very happy when I realized that Brother Edward not only serves the Iranian community, but he also has Armenian meetings. I think we're both in the same boat. Տարիներ առաջ էր, որ ես կանգնելիմ եւ պարսկախոս ժողովի մեջ քարոզում եմ եւ իմ կոչումս պարսիկների մեջ էր եւ զգում եմ, որ ասու գործ ունեմ կատարում։ A few years ago I believed that my calling was towards Iranians and I was at a meeting ministering to Iranians preaching. ժողովելսենք <laughs> Uh, I felt a burden in my heart and as a result of that we started meetings for Armenian speaking people as well. But there was a difficulty. Uh, at that time my Armenian was not strong enough. But I said never mind, I'm not powerful but God is. He is not looking for an um, articulate tongue. He is using for a pure heart to use the heart. Uh, my dear friend, brother uh, Luke, who was uh, influential in introducing the two of us to one another, uh, invited me to go Armenia, to Armenia with him. I said to him, dear Luke, the Armenians I preached to in Seattle, they've come from Baku. Their Armenian is not good enough. They think mine is fine. If I go and speak in Armenia, the Armenian people will write to the people in Seattle and warn them about me. He said, never mind, you come along with me. We were at the airport. 
We met a few of the dear brothers there. Yeah, yes, brother Rafael, we met him there. We shared an Armenian greeting with one another. Got into the car. The brothers started sharing. He started speaking at a very high level. Brother Lucas, look, realized from my expression and turned around to Raphael and said, wait a minute, give me time to translate for him from Armenian into Armenian. And uh, the sweet way that brother Raphael has that we all know about, he turned around and said, I thought the brother was an Armenian. He is Armenian, but his Armenian is not so strong. They gave me opportunity to speak in various churches. And when it was necessary to read from the Bible, I had to ask the elders or the pastor of the church to read on my behalf. And the congregation told that, what a humble man. He does not consider himself worthy of reading the Bible. I asked Brother Luke, shall I tell them the reality that I can't read Armenian? He said, no, no, no. Let the anointing of God be upon you. I'm not standing here in my power. I have not come with an articulate tongue. Uh, my strength is in Farsi and in English. But my heart beat for the lost in this world. And I have a particular burden for the Armenians. Because we all of us believe that because we are Armenian, therefore we are Christians, therefore we have a passport to heaven. Unfortunately, the reality is not so. We all need to have new birth. We need to know Jesus as a personal way in our hearts and minds. We need to fall in love with him personally. When I wanted to marry my wife, I didn't stop to think that my people and everybody else love her. Let's all of us go and marry her. I have to marry her. I have to live with her. I have to get to know her. How much more we need to know Jesus in the same personal way. Let us pray that God will open our hearts and minds so that we can receive from him. We come to your in presence in your presence trusting you. We trust that your Holy Spirit is present here. We have assurance that you have prepared your word for us. 
we have gathered here to bring this worship to you. We pray that you are present here and you will talk to every one of us. And speak to every one of us according to our needs. We want your name to be lifted up here today. Build up your people today, Lord. And build up your temple amongst your people. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Uh, I was sharing this morning and I was talking about a hero in my life, uh, somebody by the name of Pascal from France, as you know. Uh, this is what he says in one of his books. Uh, he says that in society we have progressed a great deal in different fields. Yes, we have made a lot of progress, so-called progress morally. Եվ judicial, իրա ասազն են, սորմը չեմ կարող պոխեմ, judicial, եմ որ legal, եմ որ կանոնական ձևերով շատ ենք առաջացեք, կանուններ ունենք աշխարի մեջ. We have made a lot of progress in the legal field. Բայց իրական ձևով, որ ուզենանք նայենք, But if we analyze truly, մարդու մեղավոր անձը, Our sinful nature has remained evil still. And within us, there are secret thoughts that are ongoing. With all the rules and regulations that we have, we have not been able to overcome and tame the evil heart of man. Uh, the writer who's written these words, he was a very learned person, a philosopher maybe. For so many different reasons, the whole world looks up to him. He knows what philosophy is. Uh, he knows what it is to be logical. He knows how to do research and prove things scientifically. But what he has been able to establish and realize with his finite mind when later on in life he encountered Jesus in his life, he realized that it is Jesus and Jesus only can change the evil heart of a man. He 
He came to the realization that the only thing man can do is to surrender himself to Jesus so that Jesus can change him. And it's only God that can purify us and make us holy. And someone who hasn't repented and hasn't committed himself to the Lord no matter how wise or learned he might be, and no matter how clear he might be in his mind about the parts he's going to take, no matter how much he tries, no matter how many church buildings he builds, no matter how many preachings he listens to, and no, how many different holy shrines he visits, his heart will not be changed through all these things. This evil heart can only be changed through God. At the 17th century, the philosopher Pascal arrived at this realization. It is very fascinating that Jeremiah said exactly the same thoughts 2,200 years previously. Maybe we can say that he was talking about people then, 2,200 years ago. What about Pascal? He's talking about man now. He's talking about Europe. At that time, uh, Europe was a place of learning. And at that time, when Renaissance was taking place, in Europe, he came to this realization that man only cannot change his life, only God can. If we study the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 9, and to show my humility, I'm going to ask Brother Edward to lead it in Armenian. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Exactly the same words were expressed by Jesus 700 years later, 600 years later in Matthew. 
ստրտիցն են դուրս գալիս եւ նրանք են մարդին խցում որովհետեւ ստրտից դուրս են գալիս չար խորուրդներ ստանություններ շնություններ օրնիկություններ ողություններ ցուց վտահություններ հայություններ սրանք են մարդին պղծողը բայց անլվա ձերքով ուտելը մարդին չէ պղծում Matthew 15:17-20. Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and these things make a man unclean. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what makes a man unclean. But eating with unwashed hands does not make him unclean. Շատ ժամանակներ որ բժիշկի մոտ ենք, ունենք, սпасում ենք որ բժիշկը մեզի ասի մեր հիվանդությունը ինչը։ Often when we visit a doctor we have the expectation for the doctor to diagnose what our illness is. Շատ ժամանակներ սпасում ենք բժիշկը հրաշք կատարի։ And often we expect him to do a miracle for us. Իմ պապեն բժիշկը մեր հիվանդ գնացել էր իր մոտ։ My father is a doctor and a patient visited him. Եվ իրան ասաց որ Պապես է դարձավ իրան ասաց որ հիվանդությունը ինչ է And uh, my father asked him what is your ailment what are your symptoms Մարդեր դարձավ ասավ բժիշկը դու ես ես քեզ ասեմ ինչ ասա The man asked him you are the doctor you want me to tell you what's wrong with me Պապես է պետք է ասես որտեղ դա ցավում At least you have to tell me where you have a pain Ասավարին ձկնի Examine me and find out Ամեն տեղս է ցավում All over I'm making. Կարծում եմ տարիքի բերումով էր։ Ես սկսերը մզգալ ես բանը։ I'm beginning to feel the same way. Maybe it had something to do with his age. Բայց հիմա հետաքրքիրն է բանա, որ տերը Սաղմոս 139 ասումա Դավիթը արի եւ ինձի քննի։ Interesting thing is that in Psalm 139 David asked Jesus to come and examine me. Ասում եմ սիրտս քննի, ասում սրտումս ինչ կա։ Examine my heart and find out what lives there. Եվ ինչ որ քեզնից չի վերցրում։ And anything that is not from you removed. Չի ասում ինչ որ քեզնից չի եւ ինչ որ լավ չի։ He doesn't say anything that's not from you or anything that's not nice. Ընդունման ինչ որ ասուց չի, լավ էլ որ էլնի մեր օկուտին չի։ For David was convinced that anything that's not from God cannot be good for us. Եվ եթե ասուցա, եթե մեր չափարիշներով ճիշտ եւ լավ չի, էլ մեզ համար լավա։ But on the other hand, if it is from God and it does not come to the expectation of our values, it must be good for us. Եթե տերը բարիա, ինքը թունենք բարիությունը մեզ համար բացադրի։ If we say that the Lord is good, let him do his goodness for us. Էս մարդու սիրտը ինչա, որ այսքան չարա։ What is this heart that can be so evil? Uh, let us go back to the book of Genesis. Yes, kejananam qarch patsadrem vor inch katarvav martin yev yevain adamin yev yevain yev mer sirte undramar irants tsegitsenk espes char elav. Uh, I will briefly try and explain what happened to Adam and Eve in uh, Genesis so as a result of result of that because we are his children we have inherited this evil heart. When God created Adam and Eve they were sinless. They had not uh, come into temptation. But Satan imats imanalov vor astvat zragir uni 
Adam եւ Եվայի միջոցով But because Satan was aware that God had a plan through Adam and Eve խորամանք էլնելով and he was very cunning եկավ եւ ինչ արեց իրանց փորձով He came and put them into temptation Փորձանքը ինքը մեղքի Temptation in itself is not a sin Ամեն մեկը ասենք ամեն օր փորձվում we can every one of us be tempted daily but yepor vor portsarutsan mech menk qarogen gangnenk yep portsarutsana iran che asenk en zhamanak menk portsarutsunits antserenk yev hachoghutyun enk unets eche but when we stand during time of temptation we don't succumb to it that means we have overcome it and we've been victorious in that chad yer tasartnerin zigalitsen asmen menk portsvank yev portsanki mech ngank yev mekhki mech enk nge mez amar aghoti Many young people come to me that I was tempted I gave in I fell into sin please pray for me. Եթե ես աղջիկը չելնել ես սուրբ կյանք ապրի։ If it wasn't for this girl I would be able to live a holy life. But in խնդիրը ընդեղ չի ես աղջիկը չելնի։ The issue is not that that girl should exist or not. Is this the problem? The problem is our own heart. Is this the որ կարողա այո ասի եւ չէ ասի փորձարության It's our heart that can say yes or no when we are faced with temptation. Եկավ Սատանան եւ Եվային եւ Ադամին խափելով իրանց ասավ աստծուց անհնազանդվեն եւ ինքներ անհնազանդվան հնազանդվան Սատանային եւ աստծու շնորհից ընկան ընկան. Satan in a cunning way approached Adam and Eve and uh, enabled them to be tempted and they were fallen short of the grace of God as a result. But is հիվանդությունը էս էս անձի հիվանդությունը որ ադամի եւ եվայի մեջ եկավ շարնակվավ մեր ամեն ցեղի մեջ the by product of adam and eve's failure has been had a, has had a knock on effect in our race եթե մենք հայերս ընդունենք որ մենք ադամ եվայից ենք if us armenians accept that we are children of adam and eve չենք կարող տարտեղից ելնենք we cannot be from anywhere else դժվարություն կա ստեղում է Do we have a problem with that? Are we from anywhere else? Հայերնել Ադամ եւ Եվայից են, չէ։ Even Armenians are from Adam and Eve. Yes, we are. Ա, ո՞ք կարող ենք ասենք Նոաից ենք մենք։ We can say maybe from Noah? Թե իր տղերից ենք մենք, չէ։ Or from one of his sons. Արարատ սարիսը կամ ցած ընդեղում բնակվան, հիմա մենք ստեղ ենք լոնում։ Descended from the month Ararat and we are his descendants. Բայց էլ Ադամ եւ Եվայից ենք։ Nevertheless, The beginning is from Adam and Eve. And we share the same heart that Adam and Eve had. Our sickness and problem is exactly the same. And our doctor is the same and our cure is the same. Our doctor is Jesus Christ and the medication is his precious blood. Um, again I emphasize that we have made a great deal of progress in different fields science image science, technology image in technology in literature and poetry even in medicine we've made uh, we've extended the boundaries but who can change the evil heart of man Uh, a man came to visit me. He was an Iranian speaking person. I had a bad heart and I've had a heart transplant, but I have to say that my heart now is exactly the same as I was 
Here we are not discussing the muscle that is beating in our chest. We, talk, we are talking about the inner man. The one that likes to follow the evil ways of the world. No man has been able to solve this solution. Uh, one solution was that if we educate them, they will be better people. And once they became educated, they made bigger mistakes. When they were uneducated, they were causing problems for themselves and maybe five or ten people around them. But now that they're educating, they're troubling the whole world. Therefore, sin, when it entered us, separated us from God. And severed the fellowship that existed between man and God. And man was not created to exist without God. Exactly like a person who's healthy in every way, but suddenly just passes away. What happens? His spirit is separated from him and gone. And when we are separated from God, we are therefore dead in spirit. We walk, but we're walking dead. We speak, but we are not talking words of life. We look, but our gaze is a gaze of death. Every night that we sleep, we wake up with the hope that today will be better than yesterday. And if you realize when somebody passes away, we always say he's gone to be in a better place. How do we know that that place is better? Their answer is, well, it can't be any worse than we are here. Who has created the world we live in? We have, our evil heart has. And if I go to the other world with my evil heart, I will contaminate that place as well and make it worse than what it is here. Uh, in Isaiah, the word of God says, you can open Isaiah 59 2. Isaiah 59. <laughs> But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hid, um, from God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. For your hands are stained with blood. 
your fingers with guilt. Your lips have spoken lies and your tongue mutters wicked things. No one calls for justice. No one pleads his case with integrity. Amen. It says in here, the sins in you have separated us. Our sins have forced God to turn his face away from us. And he doesn't hear our voice any longer. When we say we, I mean mankind. If we believe Jesus here, I will come to you as well. God says that when you hear, I will hear your voice. When you pray, I will hear your voice. But the distance that exists between us um, and the word of God in Nahum says in the first chapter verse uh, verse 3 verse 3 it says the Lord is slow to anger and great in power the Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished when we see somebody that is sinful and we see that God is not dealing with him straight away, this does not mean that he's not going to deal with him later. Jesus judged sin on the cross. Uh, it's true the word of God says he's slow to anger and is patient. In his wisdom, through the cross, through his righteousness, and his love, revealed through Jesus Christ to us. And if somebody is searching for the truth of God, let them come and look at the And if they want to taste the love of God, let them come to the cross. When God sent his only begotten son, uh, although he was sinless to die for us, he became, he became a ransom for us. This is why we say that we became saved. He became our savior for us. As a result of what he did for us on the cross, he covered many aspects for us. But I want us to study two issues of it. Uh, through what he did on the cross, he delivered us from the penalty of sin. And he empowered us to have victory over dominion of sin. Not to be any longer the slave of sin. And not to take orders from Satan, go here, go there, feel like this, do this, do that. 
if somebody has been saved through Jesus Christ. Galatasis tuxta Colossians 1:13. In Colossians 1:13. Asma yes inka stegajanam kartam minchev kuire angleren kartuma asma inka astvats mezi perkera satanai mutuchan ishkanuchunits yev mezi transferare mezi pokhadarts berera dega pokhera mezi vor menk karogheng ira vortu takhavuruchan mech karogheng aprenk gogotatsits we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints. The faith and love that springs from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. We have, we have freedom to live for Jesus. We have entered in this kingdom and we have the citizenship of this kingdom. Therefore, we can avail ourselves of all the advantages that exist there. People struggle from uh, other countries to enter countries like America and England where there is a certain amount of freedom. And once they acquire the citizenship, the passport of that country, they automatically can avail themselves of all the benefits. The same is when we enter in the kingdom of God, we can avail ourselves from all the blessings that God has for us. There is only one way we can enter through these gates. We have to accept the love of God for our lives. And love him the way he loves us. He has saved us. He has delivered us from the penalty of sin. But also he wants to deliver us from the power of sin and we can do that if we live through his love. Jesus Christ Jesus wrote letters to seven churches in the New Testament. He wrote to the first church. I'm broken hearted because of you. You're doing many good things. You're doing very good ministry. And you're away from evil. And if a church like the church of Ephesus existed, the whole world would recognize it. But Jesus says to the church in Ephesus, I have one problem with you. I have a complaint to make. 
You haven't lost your love totally. But you have lost your initial fervent. The love that drew you towards me. You have grown, you have matured. You are withdrawing from me. You have self-confidence. You only approach me when you need me. But I have to tell you that you are in poverty. Look at you, where you were and where you are now. You order Satan now and he laughs in your face. Because he knows that you don't have the same love for me. God wants us to approach him in love. If we approach him in that kind of love, and if that has priority in our life, we will not have any difficulty in our lives. You know why? We will have many difficulties and problems in life. But before I start my day, I have decided whom I'm going to serve on that day. The question is, is this that's come to me from God or not from God? And when it's not from God, there's no need to find out where it's come from. Is it necessary to analyze it? I'm in this situation because it's from me or from Satan. Is it as a result of my past? Is it what I'm going to be doing in the future? Is it because of my mom and dad? Is it because of my child? I have only one question. Is it from God or not from God? My motivation. When I'm doing something, am I motivated by love of God? Then the situation becomes simplified. In a way, you can say that Christian life can be very easy. We make it difficult. Jesus made it very simplified for us. It's not difficult to follow Jesus. If you try and drag your old self with you, of course it will be difficult. Leave him outside. Leave him outside in the car. When you are here, you're sitting here, you're continuously saying, Sunday night, what are my friends up to? Yeah, your telephone is on the silent, but you're watching to see who's going to ring you. I'm telling you, switch off your mobiles and come <laughs> in. Oh, we've written there, apparently, yes. Because when we come here, we only want to be in his presence and only hear his. And we want to continue in the same line of thought when we go out. Mehat Francis de Soleka. Uh, there's a person called Francis de Soleil. If we come to obedience in God through his love, then we will not be so uh, fearful of disobedience. 
We will not continuously be weighing, is this sin or is it not sin? What we try and do is to be away from God so far that we can just hear his voice. Why don't I go and live in the presence of God? Why don't I leave all these other things to one side? Uh, a Christian when comes uh, faced with temptation, this is the question he asks himself. I know I'm being tempted. I'm not sure. Should I do this or should I not do it? If I do it, who will know? But when somebody is truly committed to Jesus and follows him in love, at that point we'll question who is and what is my true love. Who is my true love? The sin I want to commit, or I'm tempted to commit, or is my true love towards God? I have committed my heart to him. Why should I then commit myself to sin? There should be no room in my heart for anything or anyone else. If God has total dominion in us, when sin is in our lives, it takes our peace away, unsettles us. Takes our joy away. But the truth of God plants love in our hearts. Gives us peace. Gives us comfort. Gives us love, joy, and peace that passes understanding. If we compare these two together, the situation will become very easy for us. It will be easy for us to say no to temptation and say yes to God. Like Abraham, be the friend of God that went forward in faith. And enable the Spirit of God to give him a victorious life. We cannot achieve holiness through our own efforts. We cannot be totally holy. The word of God says that while we are living in this body, we will be tempted and there will be sin. How do I approach these temptations? What do I do when I fall into sin? Unfortunately, sometimes we don't allow our brothers and sisters who have fallen into sin to come and um, repent and confess confess their sin. We all want to come to church looking proper. 
And if somebody doesn't come looking crisp and proper, somebody is looking slightly lacking in joy. We nudge our friend next door, look at her. Seems to be facing problems. Would it not be better to approach that person and say, you don't seem very happy today. Is there anywhere we can help you? And it is our responsibility to hold her hand and lift her up. Hasn't Jesus called us to do exactly that? Do you think this wall would be standing without the ceiling? The ceiling wouldn't be there if the wall wasn't there. We know that. Why have they reinforced the ceiling with these uh, uh, iron rods? Not for beauty, but just to keep it up. Can you be the wall and I be the ceiling? And allow our brothers and sisters to come and form different parts of the building of the church so that the body of church will be built and Jesus Christ can live there. So that if Jesus comes, he can see the different gifts, different attributes he's given every one of us being used in his church. Chapter <laughs> when you uh, read these two sections that you will see that there's a difference. In one we see that uh, uh, God comes along and wants to motivate David by different ways to draw him closer to himself. But and in Chronicles, we see that Satan comes and wants to tempt David. 
In a way, you can see that Satan is a gift from God to us. It's mind-blowing. I'm sure some of you will approach Brother Edward and say, what is this man's ministry? Are you sure he's sound? A long time ago, God could have removed Satan. But he's using Satan for our well-being. So that as a result of him, he can build us to be like his son Jesus. He allowed Satan to tempt hope. Job. He allowed Satan to put David into temptation. David failed badly. Before he went into war, he counted his soldiers. David realized he'd made a mistake. After he'd made a mistake, he did something else. And God told him that you can have three punishments, choose one. You can read in the word of God what they were. David turned around and said, don't bother me. Don't, uh, don't, uh, uh, don't uh, force me away from you. Don't send me away from you. If I'm in need of punishment, please punish me yourself. God did punish him. His punishment should have lasted one week. It did not take longer than three days. David said that I know you are a merciful God. I knew that it was necessary for me to be punished seven days and for me to remain there. Let us allow God to come and search our hearts. We talked about Abraham who was a friend of God. We talked about David who was in love with God. These are the heroes of the Old Testament. Who are the heroes of today? We are the ones. Brother Seth is a hero. Our elder and the most learned one is sitting here. He has a higher understanding than us and he can walk closely with the Lord and fellowship with him and have a deep love for him. He can sit here and listen to me. Maybe God can speak to me through him. But every one of us who are sitting here have a fellowship, a relationship with God. Uh, allow it that our life one day because we are in love with him to be able to confess like Abraham like David like Jeremiah 
Pascal inuman. Like Pascal. Yevam meni saveli barcer Jesus inuman. And like Jesus. Merkiank merkiank lini bur marti ki rahe tabizerta. Our life be, to be such a life that people will want to follow our example. Enkiank merkiank ke lini bur Jesusi vra asu vra sirahar vazel. That will be a life that is in love with God and Jesus. Yes, agotkas amen mekis hamar steg esa. My prayer for every one of us here today is this. For every one of us to be more in love with God. And his love to take more root in our hearts. So it leaves no room for anything else. That every moment that we exist, we exist for him. Every relationship that we make to be a relationship pleasing to God. Every emotion that we're experiencing be an emotion from God. To be like a book that when God opens it, every page of him will be something that he's proud of. And not a book that some of the pages are sticking to each other and are unreadable. Open. And if problems and mistakes exist in it, allow God to correct it. He is the author of such a book. Let us allow him to write what he wants in our lives and about our lives. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we worship and praise you. We are thankful to you for this privilege that you have given us. That we can love you. Because you loved us first. You loved us when we were your enemies. At such a time, you send your only begotten son to die for us. You could have judged us, condemned us, but that's not what you did. Because it's your fabric nature to love us. We want the fabric of our lives to change gradually. So that we can love you the same way. To trust you. And to love our brother and sister the way we love ourselves. Allow your Holy Spirit to work and live in us freely. And to use your name and lift it up every minute in our lives. Bless and anoint my brothers and sisters here in this meeting. Allow the leaders of this church to hear your voice and lead your people. Allow the people who come to the church to be in love with you 
and to have expectations from you. Եվ դող որտե Հիսուս Քրիստոս լույսը տեր հայերի մեջ այս քաղաքում այս եկրացի միջոցով վարմնատ էր Հիսուս Քրիստոս. And let your light shine in the Armenian community. Եվ գործածի մեր հայերից օրտնություն տանք տեր Հիսուս Քրիստոս անգլիացիներին եւ ոտարներին որ այս քաղաքում են տեր. And use us Armenians to minister to the English and to the others who live in this country. Շրանկան մեզ արիթյամը որ տեր համար ստեղծար։ I'm grateful to you for this privilege that you've given me today. Jesus Christ, In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Amen.